Welcome to the PBJ Connection Podcast. This will not be televised. Knowing there are thousands of other podcasts to choose from, we're glad you're here listening to us. If there are any topics you'd like us to cover or you have a question or a comment, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message at pbjconnection at gmail.com. Hello, everybody. We have come back from our short hiatus. It is pbjconnection at gmail.com if you want to contact us. We're getting ready to start our podcast today, and we're kind of doing an informal wrap-up and a chit-chat of all kinds of things, kind of a potpourri of different subjects. And so I will go ahead and let Pam get us started, and thanks for joining us. Hello, listeners. This is Phoebe here. Um, Jay and I were talking, trying to figure out what to talk about because there's so much stuff. It is now April 1st, and this is not an April Fool's that we're, we're planning here. So we looked at all the things that were happening in the news, everything that was happening around the world. And we knew that at some point we have to provide some uplifting stories. But there are some uplifting stories, unfortunately, they're not being reported in the news. They're not being conveyed, you know, in conversations. It's always about, you know, what's happening in the country on the other side, on the opposite side. So we're going to talk about some uplifting stories. And I heard one uh, yesterday about NASA, which is my former employer, and what they have is this new program, and I don't know how new it is, I think it may have been going on for about a year, but they have high school students who are actually developing uh, things to put on the space station, like, uh, and so they're taking the high school students and actually giving them these projects and showing them how to use the machineries and equipments in order to develop, like now they're working, currently they're working on a toolkit that they can put on the space station that would be convenient and, and, you know, able, the astronauts would be able to access the tools necessary. For them, this is a big deal for, for the high school students because they not only did they develop the tool, but they're also taking photos of the, the actual, uh, apparatuses that they're using on the spaceship, in the spaceship with the astronauts, and they'll get a certificate. So they, when they come out of high school, they are more equipped to do something other than try to figure it out. You know, if they, they in a, an environment, a training environment such as that, where you're using, you know, the machinery and the computers and all the equipment, and you're actually developing something that's going to enhance uh, the capabilities of the astronauts in space, then they are got a foot up. And I thought that was a fantastic, wonderful story for so many high school students, because even high school students who are not necessarily looking for a you know, a, a path to college, you know, it gives them some technical skills that they can probably use and say if they wanted to be entrepreneurs or, you know, because college is, it's like standing on the sidelines now, you know, for a lot of people because of the fact that there's thousands of dollars that people end up spending to go to college. And then when they come out and get a job, they're paying off student loans 
as opposed to really making money where they can see actually what they're making in you know in their life in their lifestyle so i think that that was a great story and i was just gravitated towards it you know once i i saw what they were actually developing and doing and these are not widgets or cogs that they're doing they're actual uh instruments that they can use on the space station yeah i think uh and i'm kind of familiar about what you're talking about pam um, I believe that they're even uh, inventing like robots, you know, those mm -hmm. kinds of things. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they have got folks from NASA guiding these students, you know, kind of mentoring them and showing them things. And I, I, I would think, um, I don't have mm -hmm. kids, but I would think that anyone who has kids um, or grandkids for that matter, wants our our future generations to be savvy in science and yes. and to you know be up to speed on technology and to because those are the people by the way those are the people who be taking care of us right <laughs> so we gotta, we gotta make sure that uh they're using their noggins uh and, and learning and and getting mm -hmm. excited about something because right. you and I both know, and I think a lot of other people do too, that there are some kids who don't seem to have a purpose or, or seem to be wanderers and not really know where to focus their time and attention. And boy, isn't science a really good place to do that? Um, and you're right, because you know when you're in an environment where you have you know, world-class, and I'm gonna say world-class because you know, we have met them, uh, world-class scientists and engineers and they're actually mentoring you and taking you through the different processes and and understanding what it is what is necessary what materials are necessary what apparatuses are necessary in order to fly on the you know to be put into the space station or the robotics itself the unfortunate thing is that it's only available in texas in northern texas Oh, I didn't know that, that. That program is only available in Northern Texas yeah. for high school students. And and that's the unfortunate part because of the fact that there are, I'm sure there's students around the world who would like to have an opportunity like that. I, you would think that would be, you know, I wonder though, um, out in California at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, I'll bet they've got something similar because they at the at uh, Caltech, they do a lot. Uh, at least the last time I was out there, they do a lot of that um, bringing in kids uh, to show them how to do things and and things that are going on at Caltech that uh, along the same lines. I don't know if it's the same, but you know similar because they're really uh, at, at JPL. They really do a lot of forward thinking out there, a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It looks like the, the first, I think they're the ones that set up the, um, the Mars robots, right? They're the, uh, what do they name them, Explorer and something else? And instead of those robots, for example, lasting for three months, they ended up lasting for, I don't know, 10 years or something like that. I'm, I'm pulling these numbers out of my head because I don't remember, so I apologize. But it has been a long time. But yeah. As, yeah, and so they are really at the forefront of um, science and, and, and technology. And so 
Yeah, but, it, and let's not forget the, you know, space camp in yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah, space camp. Yeah, they're just trying to attract, uh, you know, these and these kids are just smart. These days, kids are just smarter than they were. You and I had discussions <laughs> about this. They're way smarter. That's like five years ago. Yeah. Five, even just five years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. They're, they're smarter yeah. than I am right now. So. <laughs> right, right. And I'm sure that there's going to be a, this next generation that's going to do wonderful things um, because of the fact that they're, they've come up in an environment where um, they had to have a certain amount of awareness of yeah. what was happening around them. Yeah, yeah, and I you think know? they're being taught differently, and you and I talked about that last night. They're being yeah. taught differently than we were, um, and there must be a method to the madness for that. So, yeah, but that's a, a that's something. Kudos to NASA. Yeah, and kudos to any any entity that is concentrating on directing and focusing the youths in the United mm -hmm. States and getting them excited about something other than video games and, right. <laughs> and gangs and violence, <laughs> right? True. That is so true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anything that's going to drive our children away from, you know, um, that, that aspect of violence and thinking that, uh, you know, it's all about me. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and look at a, a different, take a different lens or perspective on a, a much larger global uh, effort, then I think will you know the, the earth will survive yeah and so i'm i'm going to relate to you and listeners um this story that i read about uh someone in louisiana so this guy i'm going to say his name because it's in, in the article that i read his name is jason boudreau he was waiting to check out at the grocery store and the cashier said his debit card didn't have enough money um insufficient funds right and boy, doesn't your heart sink when that happens, right? And so there was a, a guy in line who he had been talking to while he was waiting. And the guy said, this was $30 worth of groceries. This wasn't like $200, by the way. $30 worth of groceries, you know, this gentleman uh, did not have enough money for. So this guy um, said, you know, I, 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 got, I got it. Don't worry about it. I you know, I've got your back, paid, paid for this guy's groceries. And the, the guy said that after he, the, the guy that paid the bill, after he paid it, um, he just went on his merry way, you know, thinking he had done a good deed and, you know, not expecting anything. Um, went home, told his wife about what happened. And um, then the guy whose bill had been paid, Boudreaux, he did a Facebook post. And so... He said, you know, this is like, I can't believe someone did that for me. I mean, it was just incredible. And so what happened was this guy whose bill had been paid by this other guy, they ended up getting together and now they have this thing called Family Day. And it's a weekly event and both of the families now get together and just, they're like best buds now. They, they're friends because of this one act of kindness. And boy, you just don't hear about, you know, these kinds of things. And I'm sure this is not the only thing that has happened. This is in February, by the way. Um, this, this is the kind of stuff that people need to hear. People need to hear not about what we have been hearing about the hatred and the 
the terrible threats of violence and the just the angry people that you hear about in the news it's like can't isn't there somebody who's not angry isn't there somebody who is not mad about something it's it's just when i read that i was just like you know that is such a good piece of news to to think that you know this was just a, an act of kindness and now these guys are friends and their families and to develop those kind of connections i mean you know, what if that guy just went ahead and, and not posted on Facebook, yeah. you know, yeah. and just took the groceries and went home and just was, you know, in his own silence, right. be thankful, you right. know, but he, he intentionally went home to to make sure that it was on Facebook so yeah. that other people can hear their story. Right. And, you know, the thing is, we have that capability now with technology, and I know a lot of our listeners are they're just the kind-hearted, you know, People who are just trying to to figure out life, you know, um, and so a story like that is just it's so important. I remember years ago, and it's been several years ago. You know, sometimes we get these inklings that tell us that we should do something yeah. different. And I was in a on a toll road, and it was a bunch of cars behind me, and it was this car behind me, and. For some reason, and it, you know, toll roads are not that expensive, right. you know, but something kept telling me, pay the toll for them. Yeah. You know, and so I did it, and I was like, I, the feeling that we get as individuals when we do something good for somebody far outseeds the feeling we get when we are mad or angry. Yes, or, yes. The the energy is so positive, right? Absolutely. And it carries you for a long time. Oh, it just, it really uplifts you. And it's funny you should say that because I don't know how long it was. It, you know, where I live, every every road's a toll road. <laughs> I mean, oh so, <laughs> and I went up, uh, this was before I had, you know, one of the scanner pass thingies that you put on your windshield. And I was paying, you know, paper money and coins uh, at the toll. And, and the guy said to me, um, the person ahead of you already paid your toll. And I was like, what? what? Where, where am I? What? What? Can you repeat that? I mean, I was so taken aback. I was so shocked. And I said, okay, well, then pay for the guy behind me. Pay, pay for And so it <laughs> just keep doing it. Right. And I, you know, I paid it forward. Um right. And it does, it makes you feel like you've, you know, it takes, I don't know, it just makes you feel good. And, and when I see all of the, um, the terrible back and forth that you see in, in Washington, D.C. specifically, in, uh, <laughs> in Congress. Up, hill, up on the hill. Yeah, up on the hill, yeah. <laughs> and, and you think about just all the hatred and the, and the terrible anger that's going on there and the ridiculousness. It's just like, where are we? Can, can people just like dial it down and just be nice and be kind? And you remember what your mom told you? If you can't say something nice about somebody, don't say anything at all. <laughs> what happened to those days, right? People are just using their voice. They're using whatever they're thinking, and this is what worries me. People have stopped using their filters, you know? Yes. Because it's like somebody gave them permission to just speak your voice, thinking that with a thought, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to blame science on this as well, 
but you know when when you're in a stressful environment sometimes it's just best to just say it yes. say whatever you're thinking say whatever your thoughts are on the negative thoughts that are on your mind right and so supposedly that relieves stress right supposedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, supposedly. Well. you hear me say supposedly right right and, but the thing is that you know there was a time when people actually used filters um they may have had a thought, a negative thought about an individual or, or a situation, and they just kind of kept it to themselves, you know. But now it's like people are just speaking what they want to say to whether it hurts somebody or yes. not. Yeah. And they're not using that filter that says, well, if, if somebody said that to me, how would I feel? Well, not only that, but it, it's like you... Like you learn in therapy, (laughs) you can't unsay what you've said. You can't unsay it. You can apologize for what you said, but you still have not unsaid it. And when people write things and when people say things and it is there for everybody to see and everybody to hear, you can't take that back. Well, you could try to take it back, but it's really it's not going to be successful because you've already made the impact to yes. the person it was directed to or the people it was directed to. And it lingers for them for It, it can be forever. devastating. And, you know, that's when we're talking, and I think we talked about this in one of our podcasts, you know, the bullying and the harassing that some people go through and then, uh, you know, the mental issues that people deal with because... No one knows what someone else is going through. And when you say hurtful things and when you say disparaging things, you have no idea what that person, if you don't know that person, if they're a complete stranger and you're just being judgmental, it's like, just don't say anything. And if you're mad, just walk away. Just let it go. Let it go because, you know, it may help you to relieve your stress, but the impact that it has on them only intensifies Mm -hmm. because they hear it over and over and over Mm -hmm. in their head. You know, whether it's true or not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's what people hear is what they take in, you know, and that's the sad part. But there's other stories, good stories. Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, I like her as an actress. Did you hear the story I about did. her? I did. One dollar. <laughs> he had to pay one dollar for for the injuries because this guy was going to take her. They were on a, a ski slope, and supposedly the ophthalmologist said that she had ran into him, and he ended up with a broken ribs and concussion concussions and, and TV yeah. uh, traumatic brain injury I think traumatic brain injury yeah. even though he's older yeah he was trying well, to say that his his cognitive decline had to do with the accident not his natural you know aging process and he wanted 30 what is three million dollars well it started out at three million then he reduced it to three hundred thousand I thousand. think Mm-hmm. And all she wanted was a dollar. She countersued, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, she countersued exactly. for well, a she dollar. She also wanted the um, reimbursed for the, legal her lawyer's fees. expenses. Sure, yeah, her sure. legal expenses. Yeah. Which is understandable, but yeah. usually that's what the courts will do automatically when right. you lose a case. Yeah. They'll automatically confer 
defer those payments over to the, the person who was found guilty. And so I think I, just to have that $1, and it's been since 2016, I can't believe this case has lasted that long. I know. Well, it's taken that, well, it's taken that long to, you know, to get it to the, the docket in the courts. But did you see where she, had, assuming that what I read is true, right? Because you had, you know. You always have to do Right, I have to say that whenever, <laughs> I have to put preface whatever I say with that, because you can't believe everything you read on the internet. But supposedly, she had, on her way out, wished the guy well. Said, I, I, hope, you're, I hope you're okay, I hope you're doing well, and... See you later, mm-hmm. alligator. I mean, she was very uh, classy about it. Absolutely, absolutely. And and the thing is, there obviously was enough evidence to show that she was not at fault because they said that she, the guy was 100% guilty of running into her, not the other way around. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I'm confident either she had some really good lawyers, but throughout the entire trial, she was very calm, very reserved. Because when you've done nothing wrong, it's no reason to get, you know, be anxious yeah. or to have any angst against somebody. It's right. like, okay, I'll, I'll just let you do you, and I know the truth. And so whatever the courts say, I mean, that was her attitude. But to, for it to go on for as long as that. But I am so glad, so glad, so glad she won that case. Yeah. Because it could have set precedent for other cases. Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. It was a he said, she said, because there was no mm-hmm. video, but I, I think you're right. Based on what I read and assuming that it's true, she had uh, lawyers that, you know, did their homework and they actually followed him. I don't know if you saw this part, but they followed, the him. followed him. They followed him to see, uh, not followed, followed, but they, they did research to find out what he did after the accident. You know, if he was so, yeah. if he was so injured, he, you think that, okay, he can't go anywhere, he can't do anything. But he was out traveling the world, and he was out zip lining supposedly, and he was and out he was about mountain climbing. Dollars that yeah. don't and I'm just like, no, wait a minute. You know, I think about workers' comp cases where, you know, an investor, investigator goes out and sees that, you know, this person who has claimed total disability is out there playing baseball or driving race right. cars. And uh, evidently, this person, this uh, um, ophthalmologist or optometrist or whatever he was, eye doctor. I think it was an optometrist. Yeah, yeah. I think it was optometrist. He was yeah. out, you know, tripping the life fantastic, uh, going, he was traveling worldwide, uh, if, if what I read is true. Like different countries. Well, you know, like I said, they had to have the evidence in order to show it, you know. Um, and so between that and, and you know, the insurance companies do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, when yep. somebody claims, just like in workers' comp, yep. you know, when there's an accident, a car accident, um, and somebody is, is suing for a lot of money, which, you know, could be, you know, anywhere, um, they will send a, somebody out to actually tail to find out exactly what this person is doing following the accident. Yeah, And if they, truly, because you can, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody knows this. Your doctor works for you. Yep. And you can tell your doctor to put XYZ in your medical record. Yep, absolutely. And they will do exactly that. Because guess what? They work for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is their way of getting paid. And I've seen it, you know, when I, I have to toy cases. Yeah, yeah. And that was crazy. Um, but you know, I think that you're right, Jay, about, you know, just people just doing the right thing and just being having the integrity and honesty. Because there's one thing about greed, you know, greed is, what did it say? There's an old saying that says that a billionaire could probably buy a better bed than you and I. But doesn't mean that they're going to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and then you, you wonder how some people do get a good night's sleep, and you wonder how they can look at themselves in the mirror mm -hmm. um, for some of the things that they do. But that's a whole, that's a whole different podcast. Whole different <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> see, how we, see how we go off on these standards, yeah. but, you know, it's, it all comes back around. So, yeah, and, and the stories that you hear about these animals, I'm just amazed and intrigued because... You know what? It makes me believe that animals are are emotionally better conditioned than some humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. They're, they're saving lives. They're you know, and the the thing is, that just amazing stories about like that that one guy who was skiing and the dog actually saved his life. You know, and and stories like that, or or. The story I think I was telling you about some cat uh, ended up telling, showing a cat. Now you understand a dog, but cats usually are not that in tune. Let's right. put it that way. Yeah. They just want to play and jump and, you know, or either just kind of slink around. Um, that they actually, that cat actually saved somebody, showed the emergency crew where the person was that was injured. Yeah, yeah, it's... I think um, people don't give animals enough credit. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of, of dogs, of course, I, I've seen many stories over the years about children who have been out with their pets and they've gotten lost in the woods and their dog stayed with them and kept them warm until they Absolutely. were found. And the only reason the kid survived, the child survived, was because of the animal. Because of the animal. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think they're... Uh, and you already know I'm a dog lover, so I'm always going to stick up for the for the dogs. Well, maybe not all of them, but <laughs> most of them. Well, not all of them. For yours in particular. Well, sometimes yeah. not even mine. <laughs> That's funny. I've had my, my share of dogs over the years. Yeah. I don't have one now. Yeah. And yeah they are a great, great, great comfort um, yeah. because of the fact that they can sense things that humans can't. I, I, you know, I think that is a, a really big point is that they do have um, this ability to sense. And we already know that they've got all animals, I think, have the ability to sense even, you know, weather events. Yes. And, and uh, you know, storms and things like that. And yes, you can sometimes tell what's going to happen because... Now, why are those birds flying that way? Right. <laughs> and then you, you look at the weather and you're like, oh, okay, okay. I think I need to evacuate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Or, or you find an animal taking cover. Yes. And you're like wondering why are they taking cover. You know, they could be out in the open field and all of a sudden right. they decide, like the cows decide to get off of the field. Right, you know? <laughs> right. Well, I think, is it yeah. the... And I don't know if this is right, but isn't it that um, cows will lay down if it's getting ready to rain? 
because oh, they nice. they want to stay dry, so they they stop what they're doing and they all lay down on the in the pasture. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've never. I guess because I've never really raised a cow. Or, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Pam, how long know. have I known you? And you, I, I thought for sure no, you had been a, a farmer from a distance. My grandfather. <laughs> He had the largest hog farm, and we talked about that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so in Maryland, and and I just I hate I hate it I hate it I hate it I hated pigs and hogs, um, just because of the fact that I just thought that they were just filthy, nasty animals. Because once noited on my my patent leather shoes yep. after I got out of church, <laughs> and I was like, that's it. Yep, <laughs> that'll do it. Not a, not a friend, but. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there's so many great stories out there. And, you know, unfortunately, the news does not give a lot of, uh, they have small segments. They may have a story here and there of something happening good within a community or with a, with a person. But there's not enough good stories out there to, to even televise or they feel like are newsworthy. I'm, and I'm going to say that because it's all about driving people in the direction to watch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's not as exciting, right? A good news story is just not as exciting as something filled with chaos and, and terror and, and divisiveness right. and uh, controversy. And, yeah. and what's interesting about that, in my opinion, is that it's not like they report the the media reports a, a news story once. It's like they repeat it. Yes. Every single hour on the hour, it's the same information. And I think to myself, geez, what do you? Wouldn't it be nice if you could like change it up and maybe throw something good in there to mix in with the bad? Because how many people, Pam, have you talked to? Because we talked about this before. How many mm-hmm. people have you talked to where they say, oh, I don't watch the news anymore. It's too depressing. Yes, a lot, a lot. Right? And the numbers are increasing, Yeah, you know, because of the fact that you can get so caught up in the negative that all your thoughts become towards that. I mean, even your nightmares, yes. you know, your nightmares start to change from those which are whimsical and, you know, to those which are, you wake up, in the middle of the night, and you say, wow, what was I thinking? Yeah, your blood pressure is sky high because of what you were just thinking about. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, you know, maybe our listeners, I guess I can give a a challenge to our listeners at this time. And the challenge is, you know, even though we may not hear all the wonderful, great stories that happen on the news and in television, we can create our own stories. You know, create stories of you helping someone that day or, you know, giving giving something to someone in need or just having a, a just a kind word. Sometimes a kind word is all a person needs in order to lift their spirits. Ain't that the you truth? Know? Even holding a door open for somebody, yes. um, you know, asking, seeing somebody in a parking lot who might need help putting... And, and so I'm gonna just gonna say this because I just mm-hmm. brought to mind I was um, at a um, home box store. I don't remember what whether which one it was, but I was sitting there struggling trying to put something in in my truck. And this gentleman, he didn't know me from Adam. He didn't. Know, he said, "Do you need some help?" 
I was like, boy, I really could use some help. <laughs> and I got to tell you, you know, the fact that he offered and he helped me really made my day. It just made, it gave me hope. It gave me hope about humans. And, and why, and I think we, we all have the ability, just like you said, to, to do something nice, to say something kind, uh, just to lift somebody's spirits and, and give people hope about mankind. Um, I don't know. Well, viewers, that's our, our, talk, our chat for the day. So we've given you a challenge. So from beginning today, April 1st, even though it's April Fool's Day, it is a good time to spread some joy in the lives of others as well as be receptive to receive your own. And we hope to, to have you back uh, because, you know, the topics change, but we try to keep it relevant and we try to touch on those things that are impactful in the world as well as within our communities.